This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. The crisis is making many of us take a hard look at our finances and try to figure out if we're prepared for the future, prepared for an emergency situation just like this one. In the newscast, we heard what the government's going to do for us. Uh, We will be allowed to defer paying taxes, defer mortgage payments, defer property taxes in the city of Toronto, and there are special measures for people who have lost their income, even if uh, they don't qualify for regular employment insurance. Uh, For the rest of us, uh, the good news is that it there is still time to get organized and to put our own affairs in order, and that is something we should all be thinking about. Joining me now by phone, Mark Halpern, CEO of WealthInsurance.com. He's a certified financial planner, trust and estate practitioner, and master financial advisor, philanthropy. Hello, Mark. How are you and your family doing? By the way, we are uh, reaching Mark by telephone, as we are all our guests now. Hi, Mark. Hi, Libby. Wow, a lot's changed since I was in the studio two weeks ago. Right. I'm actually at home. I've got two kids in quarantine and another one coming from overseas on Sunday. So we're having uh, a lot of family bonding time, as I'm sure many of your listeners are as well. And and the, the kids are in quarantine just because they've uh, arrived from overseas? Correct, correct. One came from the States in an area that was a little more susceptible. One came from... Uh, from Israel, and I have another one coming from Israel on, on Sunday, God willing. Okay, well, uh, there you go. You have a house full. <laughs> yeah, well, the, you know, the one the one side of all of this is it seems like a lot of us are spending much more time with uh, with family and loved ones, less time with friends and coworkers and clients, but uh, it, it really does make us very much aware of our more mortality and, uh, and our families and what we have in plans. And uh, it's definitely a time to be thinking about things that most people don't think about when the times are so good. Okay, so uh, let's get right to it then. First, let me give out the numbers. I'm sure that people have questions and uh, they will want to call in the numbers 416-360-0740, toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. So, Mark, uh, what advice do you have? Well, the first thing is, uh, you know, there's a lot of information out there. I call misinformation, and when we're all nervous and anxious and stressed, you know, sometimes we make mistakes, including yours truly. And I think the first thing is, is really, yes, we have to take care of ourselves our health and our families, but it's really not to panic. I think a lot of people are very anxious about the markets and what's happening to their uh, life savings or their retirement savings, uh, let alone their own ability to pay bills because they might not be working or are working from home and seeing their incomes reduced. So it's, it's, it's kind of like cliche to say don't panic, but you know, we have been through situations in the past where there were a lot of corrections. Uh, the fundamentals clearly were affected. This is kind of the first time we're having it where there's a biological issue that comes up. So the first thing is 
you know, everything's just on paper and, and we've got to sort of hold, hold the fort for now. You know, well, they say, don't, don't go going, don't go ahead and, and fix a, sh- a ship in the middle of a hurricane. Well, uh, you know, as you say, it's on paper until you lock it in by selling. And, and one of the points that financial people make with me all the time is that when the market goes down, it goes down very precipitously, very quickly, but it has in the past tended to come back that way too. And if you're out of the market on the, the three or four huge days where it comes back, you know, you're out of luck. Yeah, look, we're going to see a lot of volatility for the next little while. There's no question until things, until this sort of tsunami of this uh, virus passes through. It's God willing, it should happen very quickly. But yes, in the past, the markets have bounced back. And anybody who sort of stayed the course was the beneficiary of that. You know, the worst thing you can do is, you know, buy high and sell low. And there's a feeling of sort of wanting to, you know, hunker down and get out of the markets. But you know, this is where it really comes down to don't do it yourself. You really do need to have a professional advisor, somebody who's looking at your, your things and staying in touch with you to calm those nerves and be able to provide you the guidance when the seas are rough. I guess, you know, in, in regular times, most people don't necessarily think, what happens if I get sick? Am I prepared financially for that? And, and this event, you know, might make them uh, have that thought. Yeah, it's a good point, and it's it's sad, sad but true. You know, when things are good, we're we're not really thinking about the worst case scenarios, and and unfortunately, when things are not so good, that's when we start thinking about our families and our mortality. Yeah, um, you know, I think this comes back in, as we've had these conversations before, Libby. A lot of people are focused on the offense, you know, investing and and making money, but this is a time to look more at the defense. Like, am I prepared for a setback like this? And and that really comes down to looking at some very basic planning things that people can be doing right now from their own home to make sure that they're, they're properly looked after, such as, you know, do I have a will, like getting a will in place or, or having powers of attorney to have somebody be able to take care of my finances or my personal health if I'm, I'm unable to do that. There are lawyers that we can introduce people to right away to get those things done. But even more importantly is just even having an estate directory, Libby, that's just writing down where everything is of yours, you know, the bank accounts, the wills, where's your key to the safety deposit box, digital passwords, where's the life insurance policies. Now, most of us carry all this information on our heads, and it's so important that your spouse or somebody other than you and your spouse knows its whereabouts at all times. And we have a free estate directory available at our website. If people go to wealthinsurance.com, they can get a copy, and I suggest that they take the time to fill that out. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a call from Pat in Toronto, and he has a question about insurance rates. Hi, Pat. Good morning, uh, Mark. Uh, you will recall uh, we had the failure of Confederation Life back in the, the 1990s. Um, have you seen any indication yet of the insurance companies uh, putting up their rates? Or uh, certainly I wouldn't be buying insurance company shares right now. But are you seeing anything coming from the insurance companies where because of the change in mortality tables uh, that insurance rates are going to be going up? Well, the good news is that, you know, that Confederation Life situation that did happen, I just want you to know that nobody lost one penny during that. Situation. Oh, I'm aware of that. But, but yeah. still, they, they, a lot of people lost jobs, et cetera. But yeah, 100%. There'll, there'll definitely be some consolidation there. 
I don't know what the, you know, we can also go back and talk about the banks, you know, if banks are not getting people paying their mortgages or their loans and whatever. I mean, this is something that has a ripple effect all over the place. I would say that life insurance really was created for widows and orphans, right? It's, it's sort of something that people should have in their portfolio and now more so than ever. And I just want to add on this, Pat, it's very important that, you know, people think to get insurance today, you need to see an advisor or go to their office. There are actually products available on the market today where people can get up to a million dollars of insurance from their home with an advisor on the phone and have it underwritten within probably 48 hours without any medicals, meaning not having to give any, you know, blood tests or urine tests. And therefore, it's something that would be available to somebody's family right now when they need it the most. And I would recommend that people should go to our website, wealthinsurance.com. We'd be very happy to introduce them to somebody. You know, we have advisors across the country who can actually help people address this. But it, it's something that's available now where we're doing consultations by web meetings, Zoom meetings, Skype, and telephone. So, Mark, am I correct that there would, be, there would be no payout if the person dies within the first two years? Is that correct? No, that's not true. There's absolutely a payout in the first two years. Um, there is a, uh, a period of time that if somebody dies within the first two years, the insurance companies are able to then look into their history to see whether there's something going on that perhaps they didn't say about or did not declare on their on their policy. But absolutely, it pays out in the first two years. There's a, so if, if one was concerned right now about the coronavirus, somebody could sign up and get insurance that will get paid out if they succumb to the, the virus? Again, it's, 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 it's about a dozen questions. If somebody is well right now and, and, and they don't have any of the symptoms, they could get insurance in place today. Again, like I said, speak to a professional advisor and they can help with this. But, you know, there is business going on out there and the insurance companies are selling these products, which now are available, you know, electronically. So it does mean leaving your home. It's something you could be doing right now from the company comfort of your own home. So certainly if you need to top up your insurance portfolio or get them now, it definitely is the best time to do that. We've got Mark Halpern from wealthinsurance.com. Hello again, Mark. Hi, Libby. Yeah. So you are recommending, you're telling people that, you know, even if they're hunkered down, they can get their affairs in order and, and put in place something like insurance to take care of them. Absolutely. Listen, there's never a good time, but right now people don't have any place to go. So it's definitely a good time to get their affairs in order and organized. Um, you know, we've talked before on the show about, you know, people being more on the offense than on the defense. And the defense really here is, is now people have to start looking at their investments in a very different way. They have to start looking about preserving what they've got, you know, making sure they, they, they keep as much of it as possible. They also have to look at, uh, how are they going to get as much income as possible from those those investments? And that might be a, a very different approach to what they've been doing up until now. And the last area they have to look at is is tax efficiency. It's not so much about what you make, it's what you're able to keep at the end of the day as well. So it's a time where, again, it's it's a good time to get a second opinion on things or even a first opinion or any of those do-it-themselvers 
really should be getting some professional advice at this point, just to at least make sure that they've got all their things in order. Well, I'm sure people have been paying attention, but interest rates have been cut, so they're even lower than they were. And this at a time when the stock market is really taking a beating. Most of us had been advised not to panic and and not to take your money out and lock in losses. But it's a problem. It's a problem with income. Uh, Let me give the numbers out again. We still have a few more minutes with Mark. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we've got Jim in Pickering. Hi, Jim. Hi, good afternoon, uh, Mark and uh, Libby. Uh, How are you doing? Uh, You know, my new answer to that, I just come back from a walk and I thought of it. My new answer for that from now on is going to be 98.6. And that's my body. (laughs) Okay, well, you know what? Uh, I just read a thing saying that 98.6 used to be a normal body temperature, but that's from the 1800s, and, and most people are actually lower now. Uh, I'm just putting that out there. It's a whole other conversation. But Jim, uh, you have a question for Mark. And and you know what? I was thinking along the the same lines as Mark was discussing in our tax and and our investments and things like that. Now, this isn't for myself necessarily. I have a defined benefit pension plan, but I also have a RIF, right? And it's not as large because I was in the company pension, but I was looking at uh, what I what what it's corrected to, and uh, I'm thinking what I have to take out by law this year, and what is what is happening is you're going to be t- we're going to be taking money out of our RIF by law, and we're depleting more or less, and we're really what's what it's in effect doing is selling or taking out at a lower at the lower prices and not giving it a chance to recover. So if they could defer taking the money from a RIF, let it build back up. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, well, look, at by law, you have to start taking money out by 71, right? The year structure yeah. 71. And it works out on average, so let's say about 5%. So, yeah, it's, it, it really depends on what the underlying investments are behind that, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're right. If, it's, if you have 100% invested in the markets, well, of course, that's going to come down significantly. But if you're 71, there's absolutely no chance you should have 100% in the market. There are a tremendous number of alternative investments that provide people with equity-type returns, but with more like GIC risk. And Mm -hmm. if you're not getting those types of things um, in your portfolio, then you're really missing out on ways to, you know, maximize the income that you're getting and and also to preserve your, your assets. So that comes down to, again, getting another opinion. We work with some fantastic organizations that are more like institutional or pension type organizations to help you sort of protect that risk for these, these situations. And then there are some other products that, again, most people don't even have on their radar, things like annuities. Annuities are a great way to guarantee an income stream without being affected by interest rates or market risk as well. So it really comes back again to doing the planning, right? Mark, and, I understand, but but that's all hindsight now. It's it, it, that, that, whole, that horse has left the barn. Yeah, the but pe- you know, Jim, uh, the, the finance minister just announced a package that included $55 billion in tax deferment. I did not hear him say anything about deferring RIF payments, uh, but maybe that's something they should just be consider. considering. Yeah, look at, look at the We've the been reality. advocating for that for years, by the way. I yeah, know that, at, Libby. At, yeah, that, you're right. Yeah. We also used to have forced retirement at 65. Look at 
the population is aging. We're having a much longer uh, life life expectancy. And as a result, you're going to have things that extend as well so that we make sure that we don't run out of money. But again, it comes back to sitting down with somebody and sort of looking at your particular situation and seeing what would apply. And again, we'd be happy to help. Okay. Great. Thank, thank you very much. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Okay. Let's uh, take one from Jan in Niagara on the Lake. Hi, Jan. Hi. Um, I'm a little concerned. I, I lost my husband recently. and Sorry to hear the, that. Um, the amount in the RIF and the LIF are probably going to run out in about eight months. I, I have savings. But anyway, what I'm, my question is, is um, I have a savings account in the bank that's obviously not earning anything. And I'm wondering if I should bypass my monthly payment from the RIF, which is my, my income that I live on every month, um, because I don't want to lose any more, and it's already losing with the market. So I'm thinking maybe I should use my savings account from the bank to, at least for a month, I don't know how long this is going to go on, but just need a little advice. <laughs> Jan, I'm really, really very sorry to hear that, you know, my mother, you know, became a widow at 48 when I was 11. So I know what it was like. To, he, my father sort of took care of all the, the finances. You know, this is really a question that's kind of difficult to answer standing on one foot. What you would really benefit from is a, a a professional financial planner, a planner would look at all of your various assets and what you're making, what your income needs are, and sort of be able to help guide you where you should be taking money from, from which pocket first, uh, in the most efficient way possible. You know, the banks do offer that, um, uh, you know, again, depending on how large a portfolio you have. But there are a number of different fee-only uh, financial planners that can also help you. We have people that we know across the country that we'd be very happy to introduce you to so that you can sort of have that discussion. Also, an accountant, you know, who has some background in finance or investment planning should be able to help you with that as well. And if we can help you, please just reach out. You can send an email to mark, M-A-R-K, at wealthinsurance.com, and we'd be very happy to set you up. Thank you, Jen. I hope that helps. just talking about one month's payment, but thank you. Stay safe and healthy. Um, yeah, Mark, um, we're getting a bit of noise on your line. If you could kind of uh, just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, there we go. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, so I I mean, um, there, there aren't c- cookie-cutter situations. You know, everybody's situation is really quite different. But, uh, you know, it, it sounds like that might be a, a reasonable adjustment, uh, you know, to take money out of... Uh, if you have uh, money that's in cash that's not earning anything. Yeah, absolutely. Better than that, than taking money out of someplace else, paying taxes on and sort of depleting it when the markets hopefully rebound, when, you know, you're counting on that to to swing up. Uh, Mark, uh, we uh, only have a little bit of time left. So uh, what's your bottom line on this? And, you know, in in this new situation, what's your bottom line? So I'm I'm going to give you sort of a very philosophical uh, sort of perspective on this. You know, I, I look at it as sort of like the three P's. You know, the first P is to be positive, even though it seems like the, the sky is falling and, and things are going down. We look at all the blessings that we have in our lives, look at all the things that we should be grateful for, and really focus on that and try to stay positive. The third, the second one is, is be persistent. Like, do what you can do, like the planning that we're talking about, getting the will done, getting the estate directory, getting some insurance, getting things in place now while we still can. So be persistent with that. And the third thing, the third P is to be patient. 
you know, we've been through many, many things in the past, and this might seem like, you know, apocalyptic, but I'm hoping, God willing, it's kind of like a tsunami that goes through and, you know, we sort of make it on the other side and things bounce back. But to be patient and, uh, and, and most importantly, to look after each other. There are a lot of people in our community who are alone, who are, are widows, singles, who are elderly. It's really a time to reach out to them, and it doesn't have to be with a hug and a handshake. It could be a phone call, arranging to get food to them. This is the time that our community really bonds together, and and uh, I think you know our city is an amazing place, and we should be able to rise to the challenge. And if we can help in any way, shape, or form, please reach out, and we'd be happy to help you find professionals in your area who can talk to you by phone or by Zoom or by Skype to help get you organized. Okay, uh, Mark, thank you very much. Uh, those are good sentiments. If you help out other people, you'll feel better as well. And, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a big event to uh, finally make people get around to getting things in order, and that may be a bit of a silver lining. Mark Halpern, wealthinsurance.com, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Libby. Stay healthy and stay well, okay? Thank you, you too, and to, to your family. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.